Welcome to the Triple M Breakfast Podcast for the Chemist Warehouse Black Friday sale. This Friday, Saturday and Sunday, get an extra 10% off store-wide on your favourite big brands. Exclusions apply. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Which Rusciuto kid's telling jokes today? Is it Joe, Nick, Tom, Sophie, Rosie or Rocco? Spin the Rusciuto kid, kid wheel. wheel. Okay, who have we got there this morning? Rocco and Tom. Hello, hey. Rocco. Happy hero. birthday. Yeah, thank you. How old? How old? How old are you? Ten. Ten. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a big number. Yeah. Now, how do, you, how do you feel? Do you feel ten? Yeah. Have you opened yeah. your presents this morning? Yeah. And what did you get? What did you get? I got some shorts. That's a good. robot that I have to make, yeah. and a helmet that it's too small. Oh, oh, no. Is that to ride your bike? Yeah. Uh, well, they can get a bigger one. Did you open my present? No. 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 Okay. We'll do is that it a special one, Dad? Is nah, it? just a little gift mm. one. That's all right. Aww. Okay. That's sweet. Uh, now, hey, Tom, uh, apparently you've got a special little Santa Claus, Father Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> How many right. times do you reckon you play that a day, Tom? Uh, like ten. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's a bit excited about Christmas, the kids, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Does Dad like that song? Uh, I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. It's not ten times in a row. Uh, all right, let's get into the joke, shall we? Who's going first? Rocco. Okay, okay. Rock. What's your joke? A man walked into a bar with a piece of bitumen under his arm. Mm. He said, a beer, please, and one for the road. That's good. Good Who's next? Rosie. Right, your joke, Rosie. Rosie. What do you call a belt made out of watches? Mm. Belt made out of watches. What do you call it? A waste of time. Waste of time. Rosie. All right, Tom, what's your joke? Why did the crab go to jail? <laughs> Why? Because it kept pinching stuff. Oh. Pinching <laughs> 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 uh, Good on you, kids. Hey, Rocco. Have a good day today, mate. Happy Enjoy birthday, your 10th birthday. Have a great right. day, yeah. Rock. All right, let's head down to Scott Creek. G'day, Cyril. Hi. How are you, Cyril? That's a cool Cyril. name. Yeah. Name. What school do you go to, Cyril? I go to Scott Creek. Oh, oh right. Oh. Where's Scott Creek? Yeah, where's that near? It's near Sterling. Oh, oh up in the hills. Beautiful. Wow. Well, how, how old are you, Cyril? I'm eight. Good yeah. boy. All right. What's the best thing about school? What do you like doing? Um, PE. PE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Now, what's your joke today, Cyril? Um, did you hear about the cross-eyed teacher? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. He can control his pupils. Right. <laughs> Good <laughs> <laughs> right, Cyril. Oh, oh, nice yeah. one, Cyril. Yeah, you got there, right? Uh, we got another kid on the line. His name's Sid. How are you, Sid? Sid. How oh. old are you? I'm six, about to turn seven in 37 days. <laughs> <laughs> are you counting? <laughs> right. So, what date does that make it? What's your birthday? Um, the 30th of September. Um, December. Oh, right. wow. Oh. So you get okay. lots of presents at Christmas and birthday time, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, now, what's your joke today, Sid? 
um, what sounds like a sneeze but is made out of leather. What? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are a very funny kid. Now, can I just tell you? Has he been on before? He was the award-winning Sid from last year. Yeah. When we had our Emmys at the end of the year, he won the best joke. He might win it again. Sid, that mm. was incredible. What was the joke you did last year that made us laugh? Um, why do crows get hit by trucks? Oh, <laughs> that's right. What was the answer? Because they can only say, car, car. <laughs> Sid, He's you got could a be the first ever dual winner. Yeah, we'll have to wait for the end of the year on for that Sid. one. Well done. Very, Both very those guys were oh, amazing. Well done, Cyril sick. and Scott Creek and Sid. You're both off to AFL oh, Max. Very tough. That's very good. I know. <laughs> Brew, uh, if someone, part of our team, just went off and did another radio show or another, you know, podcast or anything, would you, I don't know, would you feel a bit betrayed or? Well, I thought we were pretty honest around here. Thought we were a team. Yep. Mm. What's happened? It's come to light that Loz uh, was moonlighting yesterday, went and did another <laughs> show. So what, what was it? What did you do? I, I went and sat in on a podcast. A podcast. It's a not-for-profit <laughs> podcast called The Crowject. The Crowject. They love the crows. <laughs> Why were you doing it? Why were you doing well, this it? is a very good question. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was doing there. And I walked in and I said, what am I doing here, lads? Yeah. Uh, I really don't know. And yeah. we just sat there and talked about the draft. And <laughs> so it was about the draft. They called you in on draft night. And they heard. They wanted yeah. your expertise. You Have you ever seen that movie Dinner for Schmucks where everyone brings a guest who's really out of place and <laughs> right. doesn't belong there? I had a feeling like maybe So it we're going like to talk that. about the AFL draft. Let's get an Let's get mm-hmm. lost. Let's get lost. All right. Now, uh, Ruth, this is uh, just the first bit that I heard. She started with this. I can't tell whether people are joking anymore. I've, I've spent too much time around sarcastic people. Now, who are you referring oh, to you're there? kidding. What, us? What, what, what's that about? Uh, what's happening right now? Well, self-explanatory, I oh, guess. No, no, yeah, well, right. no, because someone said something last night and I wasn't sure whether it was a joke or not. Yeah. And I realised you two have ruined me because mm. I never know whether you're serious or not. Yeah, all right. And then she went on to talk about this. I'm already. I'm uncomfortable with this. This is too much exposure for me. Mm. Well, it got like live on YouTube. I'm Our like, 14 viewers. <laughs> yeah, but it's you... double what she thought. 27 mm. were up to. No, nah, she doesn't want exposure. No. Um, she's about to appear on the front page of the uh, advertiser <laughs> magazine this weekend. Is that this weekend? It's this weekend. Oh, yeah. but no one yeah. reads that, do they? Get your advertiser early because someone in Paracombe will buy about twenty thousand copies. Of them. I am. Um, Canadian oh, no. hanging on by too a much oh, exposure. Too oh, much. Exposure. Okay. Poor girl doesn't like exposure. Do I have to explain sarcasm to you both <laughs> now? Anyway, now she goes on to talk about one of her best friends. It's yeah. so funny when you have comedians as friends because you see them in ads for things that are really not. Like, oh, yeah. I've got a friend who's a comedian. She, he's, well, he's a casual name drop. So, no, no, no. <laughs> he's a nobody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Such good friends. <laughs> He could no, actually be just, watching right now. He's just a funny, he's a comedian, but he hasn't made it quite yet. So he's doing acting jobs and he'll be in like a home start loan <laughs> thing, you know, and it's like, you can't afford to rent. You live with your parents. <laughs> you, you shouldn't be oh an actor. Oh, yeah, it's his self-esteem. Wow. Wow. Is he, is he it's low. He's a stand-up comedian. It's very low. <laughs> he can slide under the door, is it? All right. <laughs> actually, then our show got a bit of a mention, right? Oh, did it? Yeah. Have we get that sort of energy from from people on the phone? Or? We do, but they get briefed before they come on. Because like, we're usually yeah. asking a very specific question, like, when did you sh- yourself on a train? I was <laughs> like, oh, that was very specific. <laughs> An insight into the number one breakfast show in Adelaide. <laughs> when did you shit yourself on a train? Phone. I was defending was our I away callers. that day? Uh, no, I, no, yeah, you were away. Yeah, okay. All right. And finally, Rue, they actually talked about the draft. 
WS's pick seven is gaining momentum. Toot toot. Here we come. Rivals believe the Crows may have trumped the Eagles and others. Story here, and it's pointing down. Is that for the uh, the curtain? Yeah, yeah. Wait. What a name. And and the drapes. Close, should, close. His a, nickname is drapes. Is this called Iron Curtain? It? Or am I thinking of like, is that like a Margaret Thatcher reference? Or am I making stuff up? Also, curtains are these things that hang over windows. Yeah. Do you know about that? Oh. Oh, oh fancy. Yeah. With your oh. rental property and yeah. your curtain knowledge. <laughs> I don't need to say anything. Oh, it's a barrel of laughs. Daryl, Daniel. Oh, hey, Mish. Oh, no. Don't you I love when he does that? I do. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Sarcasm. Nah, well done. <laughs> I was on the project. It was actually a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me. So we did our hike for Hope yesterday. Yep. We're still very... Ginger. <laughs> a little bit ginger. My hips are sore. Like weird parts of your body that you didn't even know you could get sore in are really sore. Yeah. Alessia, our very fit producer... Her legs were yeah. killing her. The youngest so, one on the walk. I know. So and she folded. They're harder really than you think walks. They really are, but it was so worth it. We raised a bunch of money. The grand total still to be announced. Yep. And coming a bit later on, but raised so much money. Here's a bit of a sort of wrap up of all the highlights. The walk started at Rival Brothers Coffee on Port. Done Road. our stretches and we're ready to get going, Dits, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Thirty k's. Let's do it. I might have to piggyback your lives, but no, we'll get there. No, I'll be fine. I mean, I'm actually starting to fatigue already. We're just walking past Harvey Norman. They Donated 500 bucks earlier on. Oh, Rude, it's a lot. I've just been told we're 1K down. Oh. <laughs> Celebrity's walking with us this morning. She's our best ever marathon runner, Jess Trango. You must laugh at this. Walking 30K. Oh, no, and I saw how long it's going to take. That's a long <laughs> yeah. time to be out there. Yeah. 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 Now, you're holding a very, very special little bundle here. Tell us about yes, it. Yes, this is Ellie. She's 10 weeks ten old. Weeks. So this is her first uh, fundraising event that I'm involved oh. with. Morning, Tommy Jonas. Would this be the first training session you've done since you finished up with Port? Pretty well in 30Ks. I don't think I'm going to make the whole way. And Jess is doing that with a baby in her arms. I know. And we've got the uh, pram ready for dits, so we're pretty well prepared. We've got someone from Rollerco. Who's there? G'day, Roo. It's Heath here, mate. How you going? Heath, how are you, mate? How you going? Yeah, good. You're blowing hard, dits? Oh, you bet. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Have you got any of those ball bearings or lubrication at Rollerco that might help me out? Get the joints moving. We'd like to kick in $1,000, boys. Oh, good on you, Heath. We're making a bit of ground. It's a good walk through here at the moment, and we've got more donations coming in, haven't we? Yeah, we have, yeah. By the way, we're four k's into the walk, guys, so 26 to go. Beautiful, and we're about $40,000 into our fundraising as well. 42 now, you beauty. From uh, all the back of the house, we've got the Australian wheel chuck in another grand for you. Thank Tony Johnson, who's got Stratorama. He's given us $1,000. We're just getting donations as we walk, guys. We just need to give a live update. People are giving us cash on the street for our hike for hope. Paul just handed us 100 bucks. Good Thank on you, Paul. Thank you, mate. Great hair, Paul. Thank you, Paul. His shirt says all boat. I don't know what he does, but it's all boat something. But thanks, Paul. Good on you. He's got hair like Elvis. Why can't you see? You know what boat stands for, Dits? Yeah, I know. Bring over another thousand. That's it. Hey. And, Rue, you've got another big donation. Spoke to Matt Mitchell from the Harvest Hotels group the other day. Yep. We've got four pubs. They have raised two thousand dollars for us thank you very much to harvest hotels just left cafe de villies heading towards solitaire volkswagen rue who ate the most pies there at cafe de villies it's billy's name (laughs) d-i-double-t-s he had two pies he sat down and then he had a uh, pasty Uh, i'm just disappointed he didn't get a sausage roll in as well Uh, Loz, we're about 20 k's in and we've stopped in with our major sponsor of the walk we're here at solitaire volkswagen at hawthorne and we got a check for twenty thousand dollars. Oh, magnificent! Thank you so much. They made it to McGain Real Estate on Brighton Road. Rudy, it's a loss on Triple M. Our hike for hope. 
look, Loz and uh, Rue take the mickey out of me for the number of times in a year I can mention McGain on air. <laughs> but there's okay. a check just behind us that Mike is going to present I'm to us. We don't know I'm how much it is. Got looks like here twenty five thousand oh. dollars. They made it all the way to the jetty bar. The momentum that Triple M have given childhood dementia, not just Renee, but the 2,500 families in Australia that are suffering and they're in a similar spot, has reached ears that you didn't think it would reach. And there's going to be an announcement by Monday, and Triple M will get it first, about oh. not just what's happened today, but what's happened for a lot of years. So it, it's been a phenomenal six weeks, and Triple M own this space and uh, Renee and I and Little Heroes can't thank you enough for what you've done. But at this stage, we have raised 107,000... <laughs> Well, you can still donate as well. I think we're up to, what, 110 or 115? About 115 at the moment, right? 115. And it's growing. Going. You yeah. can still donate because the money's going to a great cause. We've finished walking, but the money can keep rolling in. Chris McDermott's going to have an announcement on Monday as well uh, with childhood dementia and where perhaps more funding might come from. So a great day yesterday, but keep it coming, and thanks to everyone once again. Sorry, it's on loss. Triple M. On Triple M Breakfast with Rue Ditz and Loz. Did you learn something? What did we learn? Now, now? What did we learn? Uh, I learnt that the roadworks are up for the uh, Velo Adelaide 500 and I drove straight into a dead end this morning on the way to work. <laughs> I will do this every day yeah. this week. Uh, you did last I got caught there. last week. I, did I went last into a dead year. end. I did yep. it last year before that and I did it the year before that. Mm. I get up, I just wander down towards work, I get to... The uh, Britannia roundabout, and I go, shit, <laughs> I've done it again. And then I go, well, are we going left to the Green Hill Road or am we going right around and trying to weave my way through Kent Town? Uh, this morning I went through Kent Town. Tomorrow I'll probably go through Kent Town again. Yeah, I'd to go to a... Nord the other day. My God, that, it's horrendous. What you go through every day out there on the eastern but, side. But now, because you can't get it through Bartels Road yep, or yep. Wakefield nah. Street or anything like that. So. Nah. It's nasty for a week, but anyway, we put up with it. I had to go via Mount Barker to get to Nord. <laughs> put a post-it in your car yeah. right on the yeah. wheel yeah. that yeah. just says, don't do it. All right, what do you think it was? Um, well, you know on jeans, how you have in the front, like that front pocket, there's that other tiny little pocket? Yeah, normally on the right-hand side, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah you can it's barely cool. Well, you just put a couple of coins in there, don't you? Well, that's what I always thought it was for, Dits. Right. But apparently the original jean design... Yeah. And they've held on to it for all this time. Yeah. It was for your pocket watch. No. Yeah. Surely it was, it was always it was, coins, wasn't it? It was for a timepiece. Yeah, was it really? Yeah. Your fob watch. When yeah. were we using those bloody things? Well, well back in the day, they were ago. huge. Yeah. Yeah. And back in. and well, they, they were making a, jeans back then, were they? Yeah. So oh, denim, Levi Strauss have. Levi Strauss. Denim was really big in the sort of 1800s in, in rural really? communities. Yeah. Mm. And people would have had their. That was who it was originally designed for, was, was farmers and people out there like that. <laughs> So they would have had their little pocket watch with the chain and they'd pull on the chain to pull it out mm. and have a look at the time and then pop it back in. There you go. Yeah. And Always the chain was connected it, to the belt something. loop. There yeah. You go. So why would they keep making it then? I don't know. Maybe just tradition. tradition. They've stuck with the same shapes. Well, it look and better with the extra pocket. I think it does actually look better. It just would mm. look wrong without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I learned over the weekend, I was out with a, a couple and uh, the wife is of Croatian descent mm-hmm. and she said they recently went to their grandmother's funeral 
and loads and loads of cousins. And they get into this discussion and one boy, everyone put their hand up. They say, Did this happen to you? Yeah. Did it happen to you? Yeah. Apparently one of these old wives tales, you know, or remedies is uh, when you started to feel crook, you know, the flu's coming on or whatever, whatever clove of garlic up your bum. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and Croatian on. people listening this morning, she said, when you say they'll all go, yeah, I got that too. Yeah. Mark, I cannot yeah. imagine having something up my bum like that. There you go. So <laughs> this is true, Rue. I'm not joking. You haven't fallen for that. It's have fun, you? No, a good a good friend of ours, Sam Parkinson, when, years ago, I felt a bit fluid. He goes, yeah, eat garlic. And he'd chop up a full clay. He had to eat and the whole thing. Yeah, that's yeah. But no, Croatia. And as I said, someone ring, one, triple, three, five, three. Croatians stick it up their bum. Yeah, a full clove <laughs> up the clacker, apparently. And that. And it quickly went into your system. Because you do. We had Franca yeah. ring. She was a Croatian last week. Remember we spoke to her, Franca? Yep. Yeah. I'll you, ring my mate. He's a Croatian. Yeah. That's what they reckon. It, because suppositories absorb much quicker into yeah. the bloodstream. Yeah. But it would burn. Yeah, but you have to stick it up. Well, I don't know. It would probably oh. burn. I mean, if you garlic is hot, it's spicy. <clears throat> is it? Yeah. Have you ever bitten into a raw? You'd be doing after yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That'd be nice. Perfume, wouldn't it? What does your butt smell like? Here's Frank. Frank is ringing in Frank now. Frank, Frank is around. ringing in now. I wonder if she can tell oh, us. Oh, she can tell us. Don't worry. Oh no. Well, is anyone out there to answer the phone? Well, I'm yeah. sure they don't all follow the. That's well. Yeah. Like a lot of. Italians eat a clove of garlic, but a lot mm. don't. Mm. Let's see How the... many people were there saying this was true? Like, no, it was just one cousins? couple I was talking to, but she said, yeah, all of her cousins at the, this particular... Frank, yeah, 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 Are we going to get well. Frank on? Go on. She... Frank, Franca. good morning. Good morning, boys and lads. How surely, are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Surely, surely, Franka, you don't stick cloves of garlic up your bum. Oh, my God, mate. I have never heard of that in my life, <laughs> and I live... <laughs> I lived there for three months, and my grandmother gave me a shot of grappa, or what we call rakia. Never, better. ever a clove of garlic. Okay. Oh, maybe it was just one, side, family, uh, one Croatian family did it, maybe. Do you think this might be her having a laugh? With no, 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 no. She was Let's very, see what, what yeah. we can get him to say on radio. <laughs> we'll stick up his bum. You might be right. The top five things we have learnt this week on Rude Dits and Loz. Number five. Tom Jonas came on to talk about his wine company and we learnt how Loz opens the door. Yeah, I ordered a, a bunch of wine off you just oh, yesterday. I, so I did see that and I'll go. probably be hand delivering it because <laughs> I thought, you know what, I might as well get out and about. Tommy's doing deliveries. How much do you get paid an hour? Oh, Tommy, I have to oh, say, when you, <laughs> you delivered some last time my... Loz was in the knickers, so I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ditches. What if you see dits in his knickers? That'll be pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no home deliveries for dits by the sounds. Number four. We learnt when Dit's secret shame used to be riding a scooter. Scooter? Yeah. You're a boot scooter, aren't you? 50 cc's, yeah, on my little uh, scooter. 50, that's worst, Rocco drive. Worst day of my life, pulling up at a set of lights, and I hadn't told anyone that I'd bought this little scooter. Oh, no. Just to hoon around the city in. <laughs> Rue pulled up next to me at the last hey! And I thought, well, I was in, I've got, I was I got my helmet on. I was in a supercharged V8 Range Rover. I've got my helmet on. He won't recognise me because I looked across and went, oh, God. Winter. So I'm just looking down. And anyway, oh. I quickly sneak. I look really slowly. So he is la- he's crying. He's laughing that hard. He's crying. I can get 70 miles to the gallon on this hog. <laughs> Number three. Rue was Captain Obvious this week. <laughs> Captain Obvious! When they were chatting to Will Anderson about billionaire Andrew Twiggy Forrest. Does anyone know what Twiggy's real name is? It's Andrew. Andrew. Right? Andrew, yeah. Andrew oh. Forrest. Hmm. Twiggy. 
If you're worth a billion dollars, everyone will call you whatever you want yeah, them to call right. you. Why Twig? Why Twiggy, do you know? Forest. Yeah, forest. Yeah, forest. Oh, forest. You <laughs> should have thought about that for a little bit, shouldn't I? That's the question of the year. Question of the year, eh, Dits? Well, people in glass houses, eh? Remember when you interviewed the guy from the Inspired Unemployed and asked about Matt Ford's nickname? All right now, Matt Ford, why Falcon? Where did that come from? <laughs> Or um, Ford. So his last name's Ford, Matt Ford. Falcon. Uh, <laughs> I'll be slow there, wouldn't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Number two. We learnt newsreader Tash Belling doesn't care about the World Cup cricket. World Cup semi-final when Australia was victorious and won through to the final. This was her report. Are we good enough to beat India Didn't on Didn't watch it and don't care, Luke. <laughs> Thanks very much. That's Tash Belling there. We'll miss her. But listen how she changed her tune after they won the final. How good is this? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. You mentioned Travis Head, of course. He oh, is player of the match and his greatest innings propelled Australia to what may be their finest moment. Mm. World Cup triumph over raging hot favourites, India. <laughs> and she went on to say this as well. I love a good sports yeah, story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, um, does she kick with the wind or what? Oh, Bloody no. hell. Didn't watch it and don't care, Luke. Pauline, what do you reckon about flip-flopping? I haven't flip-flopped. I said no originally, then I said yes, then I have said no and I've stuck to it. <laughs> Number one, Loz thinks she's an archaeologist. Always wanted to be an archaeologist when I was growing up, so That's going amazing. over there and dusting... Oh, oh, don't, don't laugh at that. Quite seriously, though. Don't. don't you dare laugh at that. Loz <laughs> an archaeologist. Shut up, you kid. <laughs> and we learnt when she goes to friends' houses, instead of just relaxing, she prefers to excavate the yard. <laughs> Is that a friend's house for dinner? There's a bone sticking out of the ground. So we looked at it and went... It doesn't not look like a femur. We started, femur. Go- we started Googling human bones. You've even narrowed it down Excuse to the bones me, in the you body. You think it's a human bone? We started Googling human bones and we went, we can't say that it isn't. We think it might be either a femur or the top of the, the arm. Anyway, again, we're not forensic scientists and right. we're also not archaeologists, even okay. though I like to pretend I okay. am. At this point, most people would move on with their lives. But Loz's archaeology senses were tingling. She was like a dog with a bone. And I said, don't touch it. <laughs> we need to call the police. Is he going to so the police? archaeology? Because is... the thing is, right, it could be nothing, but it could also be a human body. Right. So we called so call so the police. Or anything. I called the and non-emergency hotline. It could be a human. And he went, oh, yeah, no, we'll send someone over. So after the Star Force, Dog Squad, SWAT team and Chopper were called in, a week later, we finally got an update. They walk into the backyard, the cop looks at it and she goes, oh, that kind of looks like a human bone. But what ended up happening was the way that the dirt was covering the bone mm-hmm. made it look a lot skinnier right, than it was. Right. So when they started to dust it off and get a little trowel and have a, yeah, it was a cow bone. We've waited in suspense all this time. Oh, it's yeah. a bloody cow bone. It's just Big Bessie. Still pretty freaky. <laughs> I reckon I'd want to move house. Oh, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Awful. Uh, how do you feel wasting the police officer's time? Listen. <laughs> That's a crime. Listen, Come on. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, no. Let's get, get out, out of here. here please, uh, the top God. five, thanks to the Lockleys Hotel for a palmy and a pint for only 22 bucks. Lock in the Lockleys Hotel. It's ready. It's on Loz. Triple M. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second annual Triple Emmy Awards. Thanks to Automasters. If you can't remember the last time you had your brakes checked, it's been too long. Call 1300 Automasters. Yep. I'm very excited. I'm so excited I interrupted the intro there. Our annual awards show, the Triple Emmys, are back. We did this last year. We rolled out the red carpet. It was business up top, party downstairs, if I recall correctly. We had yeah. our tuxedos on and then our Ugg boots on downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Very radio. You got your Uggies on today, just courtly. Yeah, well, there's a very good reason for that. I've got some serious blisters from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in a lot serious of pain. Medical stuff yeah, serious on. medical oh. stuff going on. I think that might have won the Triple Emmy for the yeah, first live read last year, actually. So we're going to be doing this again. Um, I think we even might have a bit of a live audience this time when we do it. Oh, so okay. what is, what's the Triple Emmys? Explain to everyone. It's all the highs and the lows of the year, and we give awards out for the best moments yeah, and the worst categories. moments, the funniest just moments. Just our show? Or? Just, just our show, just, <laughs> yep. just on Triple M Brekkie. Um, Actually, we've got a pretty good example of the most awkward moment from last year. At Triple M Breakfast, we don't just embrace mediocrity, we openly celebrate it. Welcome to the first annual Triple Emmy Awards. The award for the most awkward on-air moment. And the nominees are Rue for this interview with Sophie Monk. I went through a couple of your, your ex-boyfriends oh, uh, online and found yes. Jason Statham. Now, he's one of my favourite actors. Is he as good a boyfriend as he is an actor? Um, he's a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to get a headline here at all, <laughs> no. are we? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, my wife said you were the Marilyn Monroe movie, oh, uh, movie world yeah. or movie land. Before. Yeah. Movie well, world. That was my was first that? job. What was that like? Good? Yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. These questions are <laughs> Most awkward moment award. Second nominee is yeah, lost for reading the instructions in this live commercial <laughs> script for a client. Complete pest control need you. Passion for pest control. Yes. Exceptional customer service. Yes. You've got to have lots of uh, harmless banter. <laughs> But the winner for most awkward on-air moment goes to Chris Dittmar for forgetting his own rumour. The rumour mill. Port Adelaide inquired about Jordan Degoe several months ago. Dits drops so much mail. My mail is that Port Adelaide and Jordan Degoe's management have had contact and have spoken. That sometimes he forgets that he even delivered the mail in the first place. How's Port and Degoe going? What? Port and Degoe. <laughs> Well, there's no connection there. I'm just asking, how's that? Well, it's the first I've heard of it. Port Adelaide, about Jordan to go. Well, you dropped it on the... I did not. Port chasing Degoe. Jordan Degoe? No, it wasn't me. Anyway, that's our rumour secret. I can't remember what you did a month ago. What's up next? The first annual... Triple Emmy Awards. Come oh, on, that deserves an Emmy. Oh, oh that was cringeworthy. Oh, How did I bloody ask Sophie Mug. I feel terrible about it. It's my favourite thing that's ever happened. Yeah, but the funniest thing about that is we were briefed beforehand. I Don't ask her about Jason Statham. We didn't know. And, you know, it was my first day. It was my first day in here with you guys. That happened, And it made me feel really good. <laughs> yeah. It did because I went, oh. Didn't have much to beat. We're allowed to make mistakes. That's fine. All right. So uh, if you want to nominate your favourite moment, and head along to our... Um, well, of you know, the whole year. Yeah. If you've got a favourite moment... 2023. text it in, and it might end up in the Triple Emmys. Oh. Um, and we're going to be doing it live from our board. When are we doing that next Friday? Next Friday. You can All win right. the coveted People's Choice Award from the Triple Emmys.
I love a journalist with conviction, someone who leads with their chin, goes hard and really sticks by their guns mm. uh, and has credibility. And uh, I'm alluding to uh, a journalist on Triple M called Natasha Belling. She's love the newsreader, in fact, on the Oven. She used to read for Channel 10 many, many years. With George Janikian. That's right. And anyway, when we drive in early in the mornings, uh, she's on with Luke Barr on the Overnight Program. And we're mm. going, I want to go back to the World Cup semi-final when Australia was victorious and won through to the final. This was her report. They got there. Are we good enough to beat India Didn't on Sunday? Didn't watch it and don't care, Luke. Thanks very much. That's Tash Belling there. We'll miss <laughs> yeah. her. And what? fair enough. That was no, after the semi-final. That was after the semi-final. And I'll <laughs> tell you what. Early in the World Cup, no. you'd be talking about that when they're playing no, sort of nobody. No, but you're allowed to have that belief and that opinion. Yeah. And it was similar when we won this one. We won the World Cup. How good is this? Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. You mentioned Travis Head, of course. He oh. is player of the match and his greatest innings propelled Australia to what may be their finest moment. Mm. As you mentioned, Luca, World Cup triumph over raging hot favourites, India, on Sunday night just hours ago, silencing all of those fans Including in India. Yourself. Oh, yeah. And she went on to say this as well. I love a good sports yeah, story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> does she kick with the wind or what? Oh, no. hell. Listen. Can we just be reminded of what she said after the semi-final please? Can we go back to that again? They got there. Are we good enough to beat India Didn't on Didn't watch it and don't care, Luke. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> That's there. We'll miss her. Oh, oh, fantastic. Unbelievable. Hey, what will it be next Bloody week? hell. Cricket, okay. what's cricket? Sounds- Right? You, can see, you can almost track the moment when someone said, uh, Tash, probably yeah. best to uh, yeah. not say things like that. Talk, talk it up a little bit. <laughs> you, you got just a bit pretend. Of, you got a bit of Tash in you. What do you mean? You got a little bit in you. What do you mean? What about the spray you gave them after their first two losses? We dropped six catches. We dropped half of the chances <laughs> we were given. No, I'm serious. We can't feel. We can't catch. Need to give them more mitts or something. I don't know. <laughs> Here's the captain, Pat Cummins. Catches win matches. Not much needs to be said tonight. I think everyone's hurting. We've got a few days. The next game's here as well. So we'll regroup and, yeah, everyone's hurting. So we'll try and make amends. Well, it starts with you, Pat. Harden up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Is on He's a as soft as butter. Oh, and he rolled brilliantly and last what's night. What's happened since then? He turned it around. He bowled brilliantly. He steered this oh, shit. Pulled us. He took two for. Yeah, and slowed the Travis run Head won down. the World Cup. Well, he steered the ship. You need Come a good on, captain. Did, Travis right? Head won Just the World Cup. Just bloody admit it. He's the captain of the World Cup winning team. He is. I can't deny that. You're touching I, I don't know uh, how. Uh, uh, ruh, ruh, no. Ruh, ruh, no. Hang on. Ruh, wait, ruh, wait, ruh, go ruh, back wrong. to the report I said. Dropping six catches. <laughs> Which bit of that did I get wrong? Which bit was wrong there? Just steady. They had a bad couple of days. Oh, They'll work their way through God. it. It's just like Port did after their first five Worst games. Worst captain we've had. <laughs> right, they won 13. Oh, Worst captain we've ever had. What about Kim Hughes? <laughs> oh, that was a bit different. Gee, we're facing the West Indies, the greatest team there's ever been. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, Throw it at the Loz. Triple M. I love a good sports story. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. Best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman! I'm Anthony Lehman. Oh, he's like the Leyland Brothers. One week he's in Peabinga, this week he's in Darwin. What are you doing in Darwin? (laughs) I've got a gig up here today uh, in Darwin for Hospitality NT. I'll be telling it. It's, it's their big president's lunch today, Dits. If you're not right. funny, Don't. they'll feed you to a crop, Lemo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I know that, Rue. It's a different world up here, mm. and it's a world that I love, but I spoke to the bloke in charge, and I said to him, hey, what's the, uh, what's the dress code for this thing today? Do I have to wear a tie? Mm. <laughs> and he said to him, he goes, he goes, mate, there's only two people in Darwin who wear a tie. 
the prosecutor and the defendant. <laughs> okay. That's right. All right. Very I'll good. leave my tie at home then. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm up to today, telling a few jokes up here in Darwin. Hey, how's the mm. Optus CEO going? She stepped oh, down yesterday. Um, and you know who's put their hand up for this job? Who? Former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian. Yeah. Oh. This is this is a Premier who quit amid corruption accusations yeah. About, yeah. about farming out. I think she sent $5 million to Clay Pigeon Shooting Australia yeah. Yeah. at one point. Do you want Which, me to tell you how that worked? That, well, that was her boyfriend's uh, set up. That was his club, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. We came bloody 21st at the Tokyo Olympics. So that didn't work out, did it, in clay pigeon shooting? No. Give me five mil. I'll get, us a, I'll get us a podium finish in clay pigeon shooting in Paris. <laughs> didn't she get the ruby princess in as well? Yeah, oh, she that's did. That's right. She was the ruby princess. Yeah. And now she could be earning five million bucks a year as the CEO of Optus. Do you know what, though? So what- I will be thrilled if I get to say Berejiklian again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it when she was in power. I loved saying Berejiklian mm. and, and, and Palaszczuk. Anastasia Palaszczuk, oh. Gladys Berejiklian. It oh. doesn't get any better than that. Your mate's Lawrence Mooney. Oh. He liked uh, saying Gladys' yeah. surname. Yeah. Takes me back to Slobodan Zivjinovic and Goran Ivanisevic playing oh. for Yugoslavia oh. in the Davis Cup. Yes. I mean, it's just a oh. <laughs> Good stuff, Dad. I always liked the golfer Jose Marie Olathabal. Yeah. That was a fun one to say. Rolls yeah. off the tongue. <laughs> so Optus considering Gladys Berejiklian. I reckon, who else are the other people there considering, I believe, is the... Uh, President of FIFA, he's a chance of getting yes, the job. Yes, yes. And, and Kim, Kim Jong-un, he's the other yeah. considering yeah. Uh, for the job. So we'll see who ends up yeah. there. So it's a hey. tough field. Oh, it's just <laughs> a shame Mussolini's gone. I've cast the net wide, haven't I? <laughs> he would have been great, Mussolini. <laughs> he would have. Oh. Christopher Scase, another one who would have walked right into the job. <laughs> Speaking of former premiers, Dan yeah. Andrews, former Victorian premier, stood down about six weeks ago. He's trying to, what's the play, a bit of golf in retirement, but he's struggling to get a club that'll take him. Yeah. Uh, one golf club has already turned down his membership application. A second club is about to turn down his membership application. And get a load of this. And Ditz, I know you're the, you're the golfer on the team here. This is what one of the members said about Dan Andrews' application. He said his inability to recall scores for each hole due to poor memory, further underscores concerns about his compatibility with our club. Hang on. Yes. I play with blokes like that every week. <laughs> I know. Isn't that just standard procedure? What's this? Oh, what did I... Put me down for a four. That's the favourite saying. <laughs> Surely he gave a golf club five or ten million somewhere he could get a game. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know with golf... So you know how you can have relationship icks? There are friendship mm. icks too, and I think che- cheating on golf is one of the great oh, icks. Yeah. In a oh, friendship. Well, it was. It ends yep. friendship. Really? People get lost. No, people are never to be seen but again. It, but if you they can't. cheat in golf, that's just the start of it. Yeah. Okay. No All right. That. It says There's a lot. Of about the other thing that happened where Steve Price wrote a letter, a scathing letter to his own golf club saying, if you accept this man in, I'm resigning. Mm, yeah. Uh, and the club thought about it, I think, for a while. <laughs> I know. The club actually went to give Dan Andrew yeah, membership went, oh, after that. Right. Now we have to if have it's gonna, <laughs> If it's going to get pricey off our books. So, Loz, you mentioned that about cheating. This is why Donald Trump owns so many golf courses, because mm. it's the only place he can get a hit in. <laughs> it's so he, true. The caddies at Donald Trump's golf course refer to him as Pele because he keeps kicking the ball. <laughs> oh, come on, Lee. <laughs> no, now, that, you're talking about Akamanis and you're not Trumping. I, oh, I'm not making it up. That is a Hundred percent true. Yeah, story. my favourite story. My favourite <laughs> golf story. You mentioned Kim Jong Un earlier. You heard about his. Yeah. 
He was that good. He said he had a hole in one, I think, on 16 of the 18 holes. That was one of his stories. That's what he's told his, his subjects over there in oh, North Korea. Lemo, well, make sure you're funny today, mate. Uh, we don't want to read about you in the paper. The crocs. Bob Catter will not be happy if another one get, person gets eaten by a crocodile. Is it, is it safe for me to swim in the ocean up here, guys? No. Oh. No. No. Only with oh, a bit of meat oh, hanging off you. Hey, Rue was about to say yes swim. just then. Yeah. Send your mate in first. See how fast you can swim. <laughs> okay. Thanks, team. See you, See you mate.